Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of When Step Happens with your host, Blake Hamilton. And I just want to shout out all my partners and why who have been waiting for another episode since I did my quarantine series. I am so sorry. <laughs> like, everything has just been kind of like, I've been like in a haze, almost in a sense. Like, after the quarantine series, I was just kind of like more focused on like finishing off the semester strong because obviously some of you know I am a graduate student at the University of Miami and I live out here in Miami so obviously my classes are supposed to be in person and now they're online and I kind of got like a lazy bug after the after everything because I I honestly just got lazy honestly and this today's episode is about what got me out of my laziness so I'm actually like writing well speaking a love letter to this podcast slash tv show that I found on Netflix called the midnight gospel and it's just the craziest shit I've ever seen I wouldn't say I've ever seen because trust me I've seen Handmaid's Tales and that I I feel like that's tops at all but this is definitely a show that I recommend to everybody and I'm gonna get into why I recommend it and how I feel about the show and everything give you a little guys a little insight on it so I am actually drinking a wine that you know has kind of been absent on this um podcast for a while I've been getting at first I was drinking a lot of whites which was cool, which were cool because like whites are quick and easy to drink, you know, but then I started getting to more reds because I wanted to get a little bit more diverse and this was around the time where I started just like eating more red meat, I guess like um, this guy that I guess I'll say I'm dating or whatever, he likes steaks, so he's always buying steak, steak, steak and all this stuff so I try to pair wines with what we're eating all the time I don't want to throw my palate off like that so I've been drinking a lot of reds but now today we are going back to my day day one a1 since day one my rosé so this is a 2018 rosé from France actually um please bear with me I am not a I'm horrible with languages and it's really sad so the wine that we have today is Fleur, Fleur de Perry. Fleur de Perry. So, I, like I said, I'm horrible at pronunciation. I even tried to play the translation prior to this podcast. But every time I'm about to say the name, it's like I forget the true translation. But basically, it's like Flowers of Perry. So if you know how to say Flowers of France, that's the first word. It's F-L-E-U-R-S. And it's a 2018. And one thing that I was really hype about with this wine. All right, so if you know, I get my wines from... I don't drive and I live in Miami, so it's just like bad combo overall. But I get, if I'm not going to Total Wines, which is like maybe like a few miles down, and I'm trying not to really travel that much, especially with quarantine still in place, I get a lot of my wines from CVS and the Target right across the street from my house. And I know you're probably thinking, like, why are you getting wine from CVS? Like, who gets wine from CVS? They have a very heavy, intense selection down here. Like, down south, like, they, I guess they take their, their liquor way more seriously. Like, you can literally get anything from wherever you live. So, the Target has a really intense wine selection. They even have wine deals that I'm going to probably eventually take 
advantage of and um so yeah i got this wine from target and it was a 4.1 on vivino so you know i use vivino to rate my wines and i thought it was really crazy because one it's extremely hard to find a 4.1 that is like red wines it's easy to find four points because normally anything that's over 20 something dollars it's gonna be a four point wine but with um whites i realized a lot of them will be like three seven like you know just something really common and i guess like you really have to go to an actual um spirit store to get the wine that you you know those good good wines but yeah i found this 17 dollar bottle of rosé at target and it was a four point which i said it was really hard to find so it doesn't have a description and you know i love a description but it just really gives you like government warnings and i guess like where it was imported shout out to Stamford, connecticut <laughs> but yeah, it's originally from France. Let's see what Vivino has to say about it. It has more of a light, bold, well, a light taste. It's a dry rosé. I love a dry rosé. And it is pretty strong with acidity. Smelling, like, people say that it reported smells of, like, and taste of strawberries, raspberries, watermelons. Very citrusy. And so when I first started drinking rosé, when I tell you I was drinking it just to drink it, like it was like juice to me because I was young and dumb and didn't appreciate wine the way I should. But I never really smelled a rose. Like I smell my white wines now, I smell my reds. And I, like I said, I haven't had a rose in a minute besides that canned crap I had not too long ago. But um, so when I first had this wine, I couldn't smell anything. Like I felt like I was like, I'm sniffing this rosé. Like, rosé just does not have a strong smell. It's one of those, like, it's very light. And I feel like that's why it's just such an easy thing to drink in the summertime. And, like, you just need to throw something back. Maybe equivalent to water. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. I feel like rosé has always had, like, such a weird smell. Like, it's, like, white wine, but, like, watered down smell but like I've always loved the taste because it's always had like a very crisp clean fresh taste like when you drink it boom like it's not leaving a crazy ass aftertaste in your mouth some do like some are way more juicy is what I like to use like you could just taste way more fruit and stuff like that but this one is a very has a very clean taste And I definitely taste the flavors more. I opened this bottle yesterday. I didn't buy it today. I opened this bottle yesterday because, you know, I just like to drink wine. Like I, I try to, you know, educate myself every day, even when I'm not podcasting. And yeah. So let's get into this show. Oh, wait a minute. Before I even do that, let me see what food pairing will go with this wine. I'm guessing it's probably going to be, you know, light salad, something with chicken, probably. Oh, it's like shellfish, vegetarian options, um, chicken, like I said, and of course the good old pork. Um, this wine company is pretty constant with like their their wives, like 2017, 2018, 2019. They've all been fours. Oh wait, 2016 was a 3.9. 2012 was a 3.5. That must have been like a bad year for them. But whatevs. So, boom. So this show, The Midnight Gospel. So I came across this show 
well I've seen it multiple times on my Netflix feed like you know how Netflix always has you know things we recommend that you watch your matches blah 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 so I've seen it on there and I've kind of just ignored it like I enjoy cartoons but I don't really care for cartoons like I'm more of a girl who's gonna sit there and watch like a a I guess live series like I like docu-series I like actual tv shows where they're telling like a legit story cartoons they I don't really care for them like I mean when I was a kid yes but now it's neither here nor there for me but the guy I'm dating like I said he was just like yo we have to watch this we have to watch this and he was telling me how basically the show is supposed to mimic the visuals of if you were on acid like as if you were on acid so I was already skeptical of this because I thought it was just going to be like a colorful ass, weird ass TV show because I, one time a while ago, I was Googling the effects of acid and stuff like that. Not because I was going to do it, but, but I wanted to learn the effects of if someone like me were to do so, not saying me though, but yeah. So I Googled it and like most people were saying that you wouldn't, you don't remember like your trip. Like, I guess it's like the opening of your, like when you're on acid, it like opens a part of your mind and your consciousness that you don't normally have access to. And you answer all these questions like, what is the meaning of life? What happens after death? Like, you know, stuff like that. You learn all those answers. And then as soon as, you know, you come off your your buzz then boom you like you forget everything because it's only for that part of your mind like when it's unlocked I guess so I thought it was weird like how do you know what you saw if you know whatever but I haven't tried it yet so I can't you know attest to the experience so this is a show it actually dropped in 2020 on Netflix it's a Netflix original series and what all right so it gives me hella well It was made by the maker, one of the makers of Adventure Time. So I would say it's literally Adventure Time mixed with Happy Tree Friends if they had a podcast. So the main character is has a podcast in space. Like it's a multi-universe. Like he's able to go to different universes and he'll interview people. Like whatever universe he'll go to, he'll interview somebody and. I think it's really dope because one, he jokes about how he only has one subscriber and he has one person who ever listens to him and it just broadcasts it to space. And I, I just, I felt that. And he's so passionate about his podcast, regardless of who's listening. And I, I definitely can relate to that experience. And I felt like that's kind of what it is for most podcasters. Like we sit here and we talk to ourselves and we hope one day someone listens to us and you know, if they do, they do. They don't, they don't. But when you really care about something that you're doing, you're going to continue doing it. So it was, just, it kind of gave me that motivation and kind of helped. Like I said, getting me out of my lazy, you know, little slump that I was going in. So in, so for the show, they give visuals, basically. Like I said, there's this guy, he lives like in this one universe and he has a computer who talks to him like he lives by himself the computer talks to him and basically gives him avatars that fit whatever planet he plans on going to that day to find someone to interview it's not like he schedules these interviews like one day he'll wake up like I want to find a planet that's all about 
slushies. I want a slushy planet. So he'll find a slushy planet. The planet, the person will create the avatar. He'll put his head in some type of thing. And like, I guess like astro project his soul <laughs> to that planet. And then he'll come up as that avatar. Whoever he meets first, he's kind of like, hey, can I interview for my web podcast? Like, it's in space. And, you know, it's, like, weird. But then they get into, like, these deep-ass, good-ass conversations. So the audio, because I did a little research, of course. So the audio is from a actual podcast from the Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast. So... Duncan Trussell, he is the voice of the protagonist in the um, the show, of course, and he describes the conversations that he has with like these different trippy ass aliens. Are uh, it's basically him uncovering new philosophies and perspectives, while I believe it said ignoring his personal life, which is it's actually pretty dope. Like it's like I get it. Now that I said it out loud, because during the whole podcast, like literally, like, let's say the whole episode, he'll die. He'll get kidnapped. He'll be running around like he'll like they're literally like you. He will literally follow someone to defeat a dragon or something. And they're literally having conversations in between. And of course, there's breaks within the podcast where I, they go into like real cartoon mode, like in speaking as if they're not in the podcast. And they'll just like, they'll get back into acting. And it's like, they step out of the podcast for that. And I think that shit is so fucking dope. Cause it's like, you literally turned a podcast into a TV show. And I felt like it was a way for people to listen to podcasts more because it has a visual. Most people can't sit here and just listen to someone talk. They need something visual. A lot of people are visual learners. And I felt like this was just a dope ass way to get people to listen to podcasts um and also like he's talking about some pretty deep topics like he had this one person who was into magic and they weren't just like saying like well this is how what I do with my magic specifically like I make friggin' doves fly and blah, blah, blah. Like, they weren't talking about that. They were talking about, like, the purpose of magic to that person and the history and stuff like that. Like, they talk about things that are actually interesting and stuff that will get you talking, not just saying, oh, that's cool, like, that's dope. And there are a couple of um, interviewers like that who I really admire. Like, the guy from Sean, I believe his name is, from Hot Ones, amazing interviewer. Nardwar, amazing interviewer. And so I commend stuff like this like Duncan Trussell is definitely really good at what he does and he picks really good clips to portray in the um, tv show so I haven't watched all of the episodes yet and I know you're probably just like how you gonna sit here and talk about this well look I'm dating a guy who feels like when you watch shows without him like Netflix shows without him you're cheating and it is what it is like I'm just I don't I don't I don't want that smoke I'd rather just wait so we can just finish the show but like it's just it's just so dope so like he was telling me how like one of his friends so this is how he kind of got into it and told me about it he said there was this episode about like dealing with trauma and death and I don't even want to get into the specifics but like when I tell you such a great episode such a great episode and it's just like you don't expect like you don't expect the rich content from just looking at the like the steel, like the cover, 
you know? So they talked about that. There was another episode that was really, that actually touched me a lot, which was the magic episode I was kind of talking about. Um, it, they were talking about the importance of meditation and how magic is interpreted differently between the eastern hemisphere and the western hemisphere of course so like for the eastern hemisphere which is what we would most likely um align with people who are listening right now it's more about enlightenment so you know you something has happened your life has changed you have now reached a certain point in your like you know the whole enlightenment thing and um how magic is literally like meditation because it's about opening your mind and then how western the western path of magic is more about symbolism and how magic started from ancient mesopotamia aka iraq and then how he didn't really get into well the greek what was the name of the guy who was he was talking to i think his name was maybe barry we're gonna call him barry so barry was talking about how he's into ceremonial magic and like what magic means to him and Magic isn't just, you know, potions and whatever. It's more about the manifestation of things in your life. And that's definitely one thing that's really important to me. And that's why this episode touched me because my mom's Buddhist, as some people know, and she's really big on manifesting. So like, you know, she, like you manifest things. So, you know, you could get the job that you want, the outfit that you want, the parking spot that you want, like anything. And, um, you can make that happen with the power that is with with the energy and power that is within you and the energy and power that are within your words. That's why your words are so important. And um, shout out to the Four Agreements by Ruiz. If you know, that is my book, my go to quote. Like I, I'm quoting that book all the time. So this it definitely made me think about it, like how powerful your words are and stuff like that. And same, and he even brought in the Bible and everything. And I was like, ooh, some people are going to get a little touchy on this. But it's true. Like, by the Bible, it's based off of faith. And, you know, you, 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 you use your faith to... I was also watching the book of Eli, uh, Whoa, this is all connecting. Okay, so with your faith, you use, like, that keeps you going. You manifest goodness in your life. You keep saying it and wanting it. That's God at work, you know? So magic isn't just something for heathens. Don't quote me on that, but that's that's just my personal opinion. I don't know. Um, but there was just so many things. Like, I'm trying to read these notes. But basically, I just, the, the show is just amazing. And I suggest everybody get on Netflix and start watching. Like, don't just watch the crazy shit on Netflix. Like, I'm in the sci-fi, so this caught my attention as well because it's very multi-universe-like. And I thought that was pretty dope. And then I looked at their Instagram. Super cool, colorful, definitely keeps you interested. They show you where you can um, listen to the actual podcast and everything. So I really fuck with it. I fuck with the fact that this is just a dude just trying to make it, you know? Like, even though, of course, it's a Netflix series, so they kind of already made it. But the the protagonist in it, I see a lot of myself in the protagonist. Just getting excited to talk to people and discuss new things and just open your mind and learn new things. And trying to spread that out to other people, and I think that's really dope. And it definitely will open up my mind to other topics for other episodes because when I, like I said, like they're talking about some real shit, death, like meditation, friggin' 
jail. I watched one episode. The dude was like, oh, yeah, when I was in jail, like, that's how I got through it. And I was just like, whoa. Like, it was just, like, really, it's just a lot. But definitely check that out. It's on Netflix. It's only on its first season. So please get on it before, you know, seasons and seasons to come. Um, They have an Instagram called The Midnight Gospel of course and I just think it's a dope ass name as well so shout out to you guys for coming up with that name um so while wrapping up this podcast I just want to let you know that we will also be wrapping up this season of the podcast this was my first season you guys and it has been a journey I've learned a lot of things and there's a lot of things that will be changing for the next season, which will be coming in August. Um, I'll have another episode next week. You know, I'll be having another episode next week, this time next week on the 7th. Just so, you know, y'all can, you know, just keep it more updates. And, like, I just have one more thing to say. Like, give you guys a, a like, a update on how my first year of graduate school went. So, that's what that episode will be about. But, definitely, my last episode for the season, May 7th, 2000. 20 I be I forget the year all the time it's horrible but uh I will be starting a YouTube so yes like the YouTube will consist of vlogs tutorials events traveling liquid therapy chat so I decided to it's kind of it's kind of it's, it's kind of it's kind of going to be like podcast but more in a It'll be more visual, obviously. Um, talking about like little things, ranting stuff. Like I feel like I want to leave my podcast to talk about bigger topics. Like most likely, I wouldn't. I won't be doing like TV show reviews and stuff like that on my podcast anymore. Like this is just kind of like a one-time thing because this it, the show was just so good um, and kind of helped me get out of a funk. Like I said, but also, but yeah, like I'll be doing my reviews and stuff on the YouTube page, going to wine tours, events, traveling. There's so many things I'm going to do once this corona thing is over because it just really just put a, it just really stumped me. (laughs) Honestly, it really stumped me. So, uh, the YouTube page will be dropping January 1st. So be on the lookout for that. And I just have so many amazing things. Like next season will just be a mind blower. I'm not going to have seasons on my YouTube page. I'm just going to let that go as it goes. But you're just going to see a different side of Blake. And hopefully get to know me more. Because I felt like in the beginning of my podcast was more about me talking to other people. And I feel like I silenced myself a lot. And when quarantine happened and I can't really have guests. And I kind of made it more of a me only thing. I feel like people were enjoying that a lot. People were interacting with me more. So I'm just like this summer is just gonna be a reconstruction phase. You're gonna you guys are gonna be meeting new people, more permanent like partners in wine. So please be on the lookout. And I wanna thank you guys again for joining me, being my partner in wine, like you guys are all the time. You guys are great. And yeah. Keep your head up in this quarantine. Keep trying to find something to do with your everyday life. Don't let this shit slump you, okay? So, holla at you and, and yes, continue to listen to all podcasts on Anchor FM, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to me. Follow the Instagram at Happens Podcast. 
I plan on making a Twitter soon. So yes, everybody, just be on the lookout because I have amazing things coming. Nothing but greatness for y'all. Nothing but the best for my partners and mine. How about y'all?